0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. This. This. this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata.
1: There's so many, you can look at that game in so many different ways. You can look at how the Baltimore Ravens played and and they, defensively, they showed up. But offensively, they didn't. Especially they,
0: they, the second half.
1: I mean, it's absolutely insane. If you would have told me that the Kansas City Chiefs were going to score 17 points, I would have said the Baltimore Ravens won. Maybe they don't score in the 30s, but I would have thought they, they did enough. They probably you know, got a couple touchdowns, maybe some field goals, but they definitely scored more than the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think if you're the Baltimore Ravens and you only put up 10 points or the number one seed, you only needed to win two games to get to the Super Bowl. One of the best seasons, the top defense in the NFL, home field advantage against the Kansas City Chiefs fan, a team that struggled you know, quite a bit. I would say offensively, not on Patrick Mahomes as much of his wide receivers when it comes to drops. Um, his defense has, I felt like, always been there this season, honestly, for the last two years. Uh, but they did enough uh, that they they made um, some big time throws. I think Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Not well, Patrick Mahomes has showed up, but Patrick is a different just different dude when it comes to January. Um, Not to say he isn't during regular season because he obviously has the numbers, but when he's out there familiar with it, yes, it's a road game for him, but he still got the job done and and his weapons showed up. I mean, goodness, who would have thought one of his top wide receivers, not even top wide receivers, one of his wide receivers who has dropped the ball multiple, 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 multiple times, makes the key first down catch to pretty much seal the deal in the game when it mattered most. And for my lesson is never bet against Patrick Mahomes, and I should know better because we've watched him plenty of times against the Cincinnati Bengals over the last few years. He's just – he knows what it takes to to do enough. Um, even though the second half they weren't really – getting a lot done, but I felt like they were just controlling the ball and keeping it out of Lamar's hands and that was a key game plan for them.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the KC offense has been good this postseason and maybe not consistently good. You could think of they did they did enough in the Miami game to win, but they weren't dominant. Which I guess is why you... Well, I guess Fangio wanted to leave. First, I was like, I guess that's why you uh, let the defensive coordinator go that put them in that situation. Then they were very good against the bills. And then I thought last night, evening, afternoon, one of the three, uh, you know, three to six PM. <laughs> Eastern standard time. I thought the chiefs offense was very good in the first half, like dominantly good in the first half. And then five straight punts. And part of me wonders, because I felt like, the i felt like the calling of the game turned into a little bit of run run pass run run pass punt 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 like non-stop and they got they got some first downs in there but they weren't able to sustain those drives and score points mm-hmm. i wonder if they were down and or at least tied and they were trying to push the ball the same way they did in the first half if the chiefs scored 28 there's you know uh, what well, they, they ended up with 17 so 24 27 somewhere in that range and we're thinking of a pretty good chiefs performance rather than the 17 point game but it was close enough that maybe you, they were up two scores most of the time is all i was thinking and with how good they looked in the first half maybe it could just be for first the second half adjustments but part of me wanted to see what would have happened if they got pressed and forced to pass the ball a little bit more in that second half I mean, if Zay Flowers doesn't fumble the ball, they probably have to, you know, we're only at three. We got to push the ball. Same with I feel like if you're up one score, you you might just have to push the ball. That throw that Lamar got picked on, which was never open, but I respect Isaiah Likely for just throwing the hand up. But anyway, receivers always think they're open. That is on the quarterback to know that guy is not open. Don't throw that ball. I don't care if he thinks he's open. Uh, but it's just the Coney's <laughs> he's got three guys on him. hands up I'm open <laughs> throw it up and he <laughs> I did he tried <laughs> it didn't work out but uh yeah that that was a second and 10 from the 25 that just took points off the board so two separate instances where let's just say you get a field goal there you don't get the first down it's third and 10 you get stopped kick a field goal and Zay Flowers scores that's a tie game. That's, <laughs> That would yep. be a tie game. Instead, they are, instead you're dealing with what happened. And yeah, I thought the turnovers were the biggest thing for the Ravens. You got that strip sack in their own uh, area as well. So that, was that the sequence after that they had back-to-back holding calls on Trey Smith and took a touchdown off the board? And I don't remember if they scored or not on that drive, but yeah, all three of those turnovers to me were brutal and just it, it's easy to point to why you lost this game when you scored 10 points and turned the ball over three times.
1: Should have had four turnovers, if we're being honest. One of the KC defenders had it and it fell right out of his hands. So it's actually Which
0: one. I, I don't know if. Oh, <laughs> Bol- Bolton had one. Yeah, but- I think. And then there was also, I was thinking of the one where Lamar was falling down and kind of threw it right into Trent McDuffie. <laughs>
1: I mean, you got to be smart in those situations. But, like, I, I think it just it, it proves there's so many things to take away from it. There's more I actually i am going to connect it to the Bengals because it is a Bengals podcast in our next segment. Uh, but I want to stay w- with what you have right now. You are the Baltimore Ravens. Are you absolutely sick to your stomach? You have the season that they had dominating. I know there was, you know, questions at that Thursday night football game. What if Joe Burrow didn't get injured? What would have what would it have looked like? Yeah, they probably end up still winning the AFC North, but still, you're the number one seed. You have the top defense. How are you feeling this morning if you're the Baltimore Ravens?
0: Yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. How are they going to be better next year? I mean, they're losing some talent, some guys are getting older, and uh, it's just tough because you're you're gonna lose guys, or maybe maybe you pay MetaBK, and that keeps the best talent that possibly leaving in town. They still lose some guys that are veteran role players, and you know, Zeitler will be a year older, Moses a year older, and it just maybe Linderbaum steps up even more in his third year, and Zay Flowers is better next year. But I just wonder like, how can you get better than this year? Especially health-wise, too. They they were pretty healthy all year, which is other than Andrews. Andrews being out, but he played in that game, even if but it was likely the And likely was awesome. And I know that they don't like to put those two on the field together. So I don't think it's going to be some secret 12 evolution where it's likely and Andrews smoke good people from tight end because they're both kind of more slot wide receiver types than they are tight ends. They can line up there and play okay, but they're at their best in space. So I just wonder, how do you get better? Maybe you just... Uh, It's tough. It's like when you have your healthiest and best season and you give your shot at a Kansas City team that is having maybe its worst year Mm -hmm. and they weren't very healthy. They were missing their left. They're all pro left guard. They were, I think they're fairly healthy on defense, although Willie Gay, one of their starting linebackers, was out. Still pretty healthy on defense, but the offense has just been – Do do a lot of the regular season they've stepped up in the playoffs and they've been pretty good in the playoffs i still Mm -hmm. think when you look at them on paper you go it's not the greatest offense i've ever seen and travis kelsey looks like travis kelsey again does I, i think that's a big part on why this offense is doing so well even if he looked slow at the end of the regular season maybe that was just a energy conservation thing and how he's letting it all go now but the receivers are still all whatever like rashi rice is solid pretty good player and then you've got afc championship mvs always making a clutch play when when it needs to happen too soon but but richie james and all the justin watson these guys like they're probably going to have a better third target next year if kelsey stays and doesn't retire which now I don't know if he does cuz he looks pretty good. <laughs> so he does, Yeah. Man. I have a I have a lot of questions of like you were able to give Kansas City your best shot. You might lose Mike McDonald next year. It's oh. tough. If I was a Ravens fan that is that is tough for me in terms of that was probably our best chance. And that doesn't mean they can't make it next year. They can't whatever, like this football, you know, it's a sudden death elimination playoff. So there's a lot of, you know, luck and, you know, variance that goes into this. But in my mind, if I was a Ravens fan, I would be wondering how, how are we going to do this again? Like, how do we stay as injury free and how do we, how do we get better to give them an even better shot next year? And I feel like the pathways to get there are really tough.
1: Yeah, I mean, because if you're watching the season, all of the injuries, and, and yes, it hit closer to home because you see a guy like Joe Burrow go out, the Bengals had plenty of injuries, but just overall in the AFC alone, when you look at some of these starting quarterbacks, if you're the Baltimore Ravens, you're like, we are getting the weakest Chiefs team in the last six years. You got to take advantage of this. You're playing at home. Um, I was absolutely, I I don't know if I was shocked when I started to watch it because I'm like, "Ah, this is just what Patrick Mahomes does. This is just what they, you know, that they're familiar with. It's January. Um, He's been here before and maybe it's going to catch up to Lamar Jackson playing in this AFC championship game. And it just really did. He didn't. He he looked okay in the first half, but in the second half, it just wasn't the same. And it felt like they got away from. Even though the Chiefs were up by a couple of scores at one point, and then only one score, they got away from what worked for them. And it's mm-hmm. yeah. running the ball. And, and yeah,
0: yeah, six handoffs.
1: I don't understand.
0: Game. That was crazy. Yeah, I that was to me very much a Todd Monken not a playoff experience play caller situation where it's 10 points. You don't need to just throw the ball. You don't need to press like this. You don't need to try to force everything like 10 point game to me until the fourth quarter, you stay within yourself. You try to keep the offense, what it is. You keep your identity. They didn't. And they paid for it. It was, it was kind of funny. It's like, you kind of need like a Greg Roman on the sideline going like, run the ball type of thing where, uh but I and as I even though I think Monk has been better for this team than Roman mm-hmm. was the past couple of years, it's just like maybe they needed that voice to yell at them to run the ball right now. Like just don't lose yourself to this because there were Lamar Jackson runs and I know that QB power was awesome on mm-hmm. fourth down. Other than that, I feel like there were there were a lot of scrambles. So these weren't like called run plays, they were pass plays that he just decided mm-hmm. to tuck it and run. I thought the Ravens' offensive line was pretty good. I, I Now, I know the Chiefs' defensive line might have been better, but I felt like that was mostly in the second half when they just start teeing off on all these – you're just dropping back every play type of – I think the Bengals have dealt with too. <laughs> but when they were running the ball, I mean, Gus Edwards was having a pretty good game running the ball and then they stopped giving him the ball. And they started playing Justice Hill more. And Justice Hill kept messing up. <laughs> it was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I had a lot of questions about the Ravens offensive game plan, not about their defense. I thought their defensive game plan was good. I thought at first I was a little like, ooh, mm-hmm. is Andy Reid getting into the Mike McDonald defense. Is he able to find it. Felt like McDonald made the adjustments and made the proper move. Now I will say the one thing I also we also need to talk about, my fellow Italian Steve Spagnolo. One of the best defensive coordinators of all time. Let's be real about it. You know, he yeah. just stopped this offense. He has been excellent basically every postseason. He was the 2007 Giants defensive coordinator when they stopped the perfect Patriots. I think it's, I think it's about time we, we recognize him as one of the best, at least in the last generation of defensive coordinators.
1: Yeah, someone should hire him.
0: They should, but I don't even know. I wonder if he wants to be a head coach. He doesn't. He was – was for the Rams. And it went terrible. And yeah. I wonder if he even wants to do it. Like if he's just kind of like has the Wade Phillips feeling of like, I don't even want to do it. Like, I just want to coach defense, man.
1: That's how I would feel. Um, But um, yeah, I don't see him leaving Kansas City anytime soon and good for them and their young defense, because that's still a young team. Uh, When you look at the Kansas city chiefs, Mm -hmm. but, uh, next we'll get into a little AFC connection. Heard it on plenty of ESPN shows this morning articles right after the game connection to Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes on it's always game day in Cincinnati.